I'm Hillary Hendershot, your host, and this is Profit Boss Radio, episode 84. Profit Boss Radio is your weekly wealth mastermind. Profit Boss is also a community and a movement for women who are ready to take control of their money, break the glass ceiling, and give ourselves permission to finally have enough. Want the secrets of wealth to be yours? This is the place. I'm Hillary Hendershot. I'm a certified financial planner running a leading advisory firm for women, and I'm sharing with you real stories from real life and real women who are making it happen. Forget Wall Street. Let's do this, ladies. This is your official announcement. I could not be more excited about this. Today is the day you can officially register for Profit Boss Live. I hope you will join me in San Jose in January for this special event. It's January 19th, 2018. That's a Friday. It's all day. It's intimate. Only 65 people, and it's going to be powerful. If you've been listening to this podcast for months and you're getting a lot out of it, but you just, you want to take it further, this is going to be amazing. If you're like me, you need to actually do something to learn it. For me, don't tell me about it. Don't describe it. I need to do it. And so many events are like a fire hose of content with so little action afterward. So I've designed Profit Boss Live to be very different. You are actually going to leave with a custom wealth plan that you will create based on what I'll be teaching at this event. Not only that, but community is so important. The one thing I've learned out on my own in business for the past three years is that community is such a motivating force. There are so many things I'm proud of that I never would have accomplished if it weren't for the communities I've made myself a part of. Women who support me and have stood up and said, look, you've been putting up with this situation too long and you need to take a different action or finally have that tough love conversation. And because of that accountability, I did take those actions. And that felt scary at the time, and it got me out of my comfort zone. And those have been the actions that were formative in creating the seven-figure business I'm now running. And I've never yet seen a community of women supporting each other to be empowered financially. So I'm creating it. And that's what Profit Boss Live is going to be. So I hope you go to ProfitBossLive.com and register today. Early bird tickets are just $225, and they go up next month, so don't procrastinate. As you know, I've been bringing in some new content on Profit Boss Radio, and as a special surprise for you, for the next four weeks, I'm going to have a special guest. When I met this woman, Erica Mandy, at Podcast Movement, she said to me, I have been a major network television reporter for years, and the most common thing I hear from viewers is how they can't stand the news because it's just too depressing. And I thought, yep, exactly. And then she said, so I decided to launch a podcast that brings you the world's top news, but in a way that leaves you smiling. And I thought, she is onto something. And I've been listening to her show, The Newsworthy, since its first episode, and I'm telling you, it's become the show I can't wait to download Monday through Friday. So I asked Erica, would you contribute to Profit Boss Radio so I can offer my listeners an alternative way to consume the news? And I am so happy she said yes. So here we go with this week's financial news update from Erica Mandy of The Newsworthy. Hey 
Hey, Profit Boss Radio listeners, I'm Erica Mandy, and this is your fast, fair, and fun financial version of the Newsworthy. So long, old salary. California is the latest state to say employers are not allowed to ask you what salary you got at your last job. The new law goes into effect January 1st in California, but it's already in a few other states and cities. The hope is that a low salary won't follow women around like a bad habit. President Trump's pick for the next Federal Reserve chairman is Jerome Powell. So what does that mean for you? He can affect the interest rate, which can impact how much you pay for a home, a car, or basically anything you get a loan for. He'll replace Janet Yellen in February. Yellen, by the way, was the first woman to hold that powerful gig. This month, LinkedIn named the top 50 startups, and Uber got that top spot. Even though LinkedIn admits Uber has had quite a bit of bad press lately, that's apparently not stopping top talent from going there. And they're coming from other top companies like Google. And that's it for now. The Newsworthy is all the day's news in less than 10 minutes and in an unbiased way. So try it out on thenewsworthy.com or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Or I have a special offer for you. Sign up at thenewsworthy.com for the daily email and you'll be entered for a chance to win a free ticket to Hillary's Profit Boss Live workshop. Just go to thenewsworthy.com, sign up and tell me you heard about it on Profit Boss Radio. Check that out. If you subscribe to her newsletter, you could win a free ticket to Profit Boss Live. So go subscribe today. Remember, it's the newsworthy, all one word, and you can find her at thenewsworthy.com. Today, we're talking about automation. If you listen to episode 77 of the podcast, The Seven Steps to Wealth, step two was plan. And I consider automation the keystone of keeping your wealth plan intact. Automation is the magic system that I created and used to pull myself out of debt and build wealth, and that so many of my clients are now using to just really create financial peace of mind and be totally confident that they know their spending is on track and they're moving forward toward their goals. I'm passionate about helping people have a healthy relationship with money, but not just that, also to have better money management skills and have personal finance best practices, habits that help you really have the things in life that you want to have, to help you have that financial security and even financial freedom that I know you want. And we know from research that more than half of people worry about money every day. Maybe you're one of them. Maybe you look out into your future on your financial horizon and you wonder, how am I going to make this work? How can I save and spend? How can I live well today and tomorrow? How can I save for the kids' college and my own retirement? And I'm here to tell you, it's possible. It takes a little bit of skill building, but I coach that and I know how to do it. And I'm here to share with you a little bit about how that begins I want to start by sharing with you that I opened and closed my TED Talk, which was called The Surprising Power of Language to Make You Rich, with the words, you can be rich. And I meant you. I know it's possible for you, and I want to share with you a little bit about my story. I've shared this before on the podcast, but it may be time to share it again. Many years ago, I was a consistent overspender. I had a good income, but I, was, oh, I would always spend more than I made. I racked up credit card debt multiple times. I bought stuff I couldn't afford. I had to have people, including my parents, bail me out. It was embarrassing. I was really upset about it. In fact, I was pretty miserable. First of all, I couldn't buy the things I needed. I couldn't pay my mortgage. I couldn't pay for my car. But more than that, I was ashamed. 
I felt like I was someone who was like this drag on society. And so I set out to really figure out how I could transform all those bad money habits. And what I discovered after I read up on money psychology, on neuroscience, I discovered the power of language is that if you rewire your money mind and adopt healthy habits, you can completely produce any result that you want in the area of your finances. Since then, I paid off my debt. I stopped behaving around money that way. And I rebuilt my savings and built a successful business. And I teach automation to my financial planning and wealth coaching clients so that they can have money miracles in their lives too. And today I'm going to teach you part of what I teach my clients. So I'm going to give you some distinctions about money so you can understand why I recommend that you automate. So first of all, a lot of people think money is an object to be kept or lost, to be spent or saved. But I invite you to think about money as a flow, like a river flow. And imagine that you have a financial ecosystem, that money comes into your ecosystem, it flows in, and you categorize it and manage it in particular ways. So let me give you some categories about your money. First, you have your income. This is how money comes into your financial ecosystem. Out of that income comes taxes. That's kind of off the top. So those right away go to Uncle Sam. And what's left is your net income. And that flows down into your financial ecosystem. Now you'll notice that all of your income isn't necessarily available to you when it comes in. Why is that? Well, because you have overhead. And I call that yesterday's promises. Yesterday's promises are promises that you made before today to spend your money today. That can include things like your mortgage payment, your rent, your property taxes, utilities, cable, your internet, your gym memberships, anything that you've agreed to spend every month or on a regular basis. So you'll notice if you don't pay attention to your yesterday's promises, if you don't pay those bills as they should be paid, like if you don't pay your mortgage payment, if you don't pay your gym membership, then you probably have things in your life like bill collectors calling. You might pay a lot of late fees. Maybe your cable got shut off. Notice the emotions that are attached to each category as we go through these, okay? And notice that if you don't nurture each category of spending, how it causes a predictable set of emotions. If your yesterday's promises number is too high, if your overhead is too high relative to your income and what you can reasonably do, and your yesterday's promises has become a good portion of your income, you can't fill the rest of your financial ecosystem. There's no room there. So I personally take a lot of attention on not having this number be too high. I don't like to take on subscription memberships. I don't like to take on agreements to pay money every month. I like to be able to make choices with my money in the moment. And I also like to save my money. Let me just step back for a moment and say that how I manage my personal spending out of my personal accounts is very different from how I manage business spending, okay? So when I spend from business accounts, it's about bringing in more than goes out. I can spend a hundred grand And if it brings in 200 grand, that's a win every time in my business. But personal spending is very different. I'm not trying to make money in my personal life. Uh, The idea there is to save first or pay off debt if that's where you're at, and then spend the minimum you can spend to enjoy life to the fullest. Spend only on the things you value most. My husband and I, for example, at this point, spend a lot of money to get back time. Time is the only resource you can never get back. I promise you money can be earned back. So time you can never get back. And we have a lot of people who help us with things like food and cleaning and errands and the pool and 
All those are valuable exchanges for us. Okay, so there's a difference between how you manage personal spending and business spending. Today, we are talking about personal spending. So now back to automation. Once we get away from yesterday's promises, the next category of spending is today's fun. Now, I'm, again, I'm asking you to think about things in brand new categories today. Most of people think of this as disposable spending. So this includes anything that you make choices on spending in the moment. So this can be groceries. It can be going out to lunch. It can be clothing. It can be gas. And it's your today's fun category that literally gives you the experience of fun, hence the name, freedom, and choice. So if you don't have fun, freedom, and choice in your life, then probably your yesterday's promises is too high and your today's fun is too low. See how the emotions tie? And I know that a lot of us are brought up into thinking that gas and food are necessary expenses. So we think those are in a different category from eating out. We think gas is necessary and clothing isn't. So we categorize them differently. We almost build up walls about the expenses we think are necessary. One client of mine used to tell me she had to spend $1,000 a month on clothes just to stay in the job she already had. And once you start to think about spending that way, you're in trouble. (laughs) So I do understand how most money coaches and personal finance experts teach you how to think about expenses. And I'm asking you to set all that aside for today and think about it in this new way. Things you already agreed to spend yesterday, things you can make choices on in the moment, that's today's fun, and then things you save for tomorrow, that's tomorrow's dreams. Trust me, this works. I promise this works. And there is one savings account that's a necessary part of this ecosystem. Most people think of this as their emergency savings. I call it a curveball account because I know that life is going to throw some curveballs. I don't know what they'll be, but I know they'll occur. So they're not emergencies. And we know from research that one third of our spending occurs in lumps. So if you're unprepared for those unexpected or lumpy, that that lumpy spending, then you're going to be in trouble. And if you don't have money dedicated to this category, if you don't have enough money to save for your curveball account, most experts recommend between three and six months of monthly expenses. You maybe can't take those opportunities as they arise. Maybe your friend invites you to go to Mexico next week and it costs $2,000 and you can't go. Or worse, you put it on a credit card. So now you're sitting in Mexico, but you have $2,000 in debt. So you can't enjoy your time. If you don't have money in your curveball account, maybe your car breaks down and you can't get it fixed. Also, you'll notice if you don't have money dedicated to the today's fun area of your financial ecosystem, you don't experience freedom. You don't experience being able to have the things you want in the moment. Maybe that's a nice handbag or a new suit. Maybe it's time spent with the kids. Maybe you want to take the kids to Disneyland and you can't do that because there's no money in this area of your financial life. So you start to see that your emotions and your experience of money represent where you're dedicating those funds. And if you reorganize your money, you can actually alter your experience and your results. Now, in my past, my financial past, I was dedicating almost all of my money to today's fund. So I had low rent, but I was spending way too much on clothing and vacations and cars. And basically, I thought I was letting people think I was rich. So here's where we're drawing a distinction. So we we talked about the money you spent yesterday, and then there's money you're spending today, making the choice to spend today, and then there's money you save for tomorrow, and I call that tomorrow's dreams. So there's 
a couple categories of tomorrow's dreams, right? You have short-term dreams, like a car or maybe a house, and you have long-term dreams. One of the biggest short-term dreams for most families is saving for college, paying for college. As you know, that's a big deal. College tuition is rising faster than inflation, and those savings accounts can get pretty big. If you're not saving for the kid's college, maybe you're worried about the child's, your child's future. Maybe you're concerned that you're not a good enough parent. And if you and your spouse disagree about how much money should be dedicated to this area, you probably fight. Again, if you're not nurturing a particular area of your, of your money life, the emotions and the experience are almost predictable, right? Another kind of short-term savings is things you want in your future that require a lot of spending. So things like a new car, like a vacation, things like holiday gifts. So if you don't have money saved for your next car, you're going to have to buy it on loan, which means you end up with more money obligated, higher yesterday's promises. Every month it comes out of your paycheck because you have to pay that car loan. If you don't have money saved for holiday gifts, you probably can't be present or fully present with your family and loved ones at the holidays because you spent the night before putting $2,000 of gifts on your credit cards, spent the whole night wrapping them, and now five minutes after the kids open them, they don't want them. So you're, you're upset. You're not fully present at the holidays, and it stresses you out. And I don't need to tell you how terrible it would be not to be able to go on vacation. I know you work hard. I know you deserve that vacation. And if you don't have money saved for vacation, again, you're going into credit card debt, which means you can't fully rest and recover on your vacation because you're worried about more debt. So you want to get out of that cycle. And the final, and some would say most important, and one of the most significant areas that we need to save is for retirement. You can also think of this as financial freedom. As soon as this account or this area of your financial life is fully funded, you can retire. You are financially free. Some people choose to retire partially in the beginning, but the point is that you're using your savings from your income to fill this area of your life so that when the money stops, you can produce income from your retirement account. So in the past, you got income from your employment or your self-employment. And then in financial freedom, you are producing income from your investments. I know a lot of people try to solve the retirement savings problem by telling me that they're just not going to retire. People think they'll keep working. They say to me, look, I'm a knowledge worker. I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. I have so much energy. I'm not a laborer. It's not like I'm in construction, Hillary. I can keep working forever. But for most of us, that's not going to work out. At some point in your chronological and yes, mortal life, your health, your employer, or your family situation will change and you won't be able to work or you won't be able to work like you used to. And at that point, you need to have yourself fully funded so that you can produce that income and refill all those areas of your financial life. So now you have these distinctions about your financial ecosystem, and you can begin to see that if you dedicate money to each area that's critical in your financial life, you can rid yourself of anxiety, you can experience freedom, and you can stop worrying about tomorrow, that you can get yourself out of credit card debt, and you can pay off those loans. And that's just really one part of the wealth coaching that I do with people when I work with coaching clients. We dig into your accounts and we create the flows that nurture your yesterday's promises, your today's fun, and your tomorrow's dreams. So today I'm inviting you into a new world where your money management skills and your personal finance habits support you in your life to have your money act as a resources for the things you want most and for you to do your best work in the world. So I want you to know no matter where you are, I believe in you. I believe in me now, now that I use this exact system to transform my entire financial experience. I'm going to share with you just a little bit about that. I found that when I couldn't pay my bills because I had 
spent too much in today's fund and I had too much money obligated in yesterday's promises. I had a car payment and a mortgage payment that I couldn't afford. I knew I needed to bring more money in. So first I dedicated myself to raising my income amount. To do that, I started saving for my next car and I got rid of that car payment. I stopped spending on credit cards. For me, I had to cut them off. You might not have to go that drastic, but that's what I had to do. I had to not be around credit cards for a while. I needed to be able to still go out to drinks and out to dinner with my friends. I needed to buy clothes that I could, so I could work and look professional, so I could continue to bring in income. So I dedicated money to my today's fund spending account, but I knew exactly what that number was, okay? How much I could spend from today's fund. I think back in the day when I cinched my money belt as tight as I could cinch it, uh, my today's fund number was $750 every two weeks. So it was $375 I got to spend every week on clothing, gas, food, drinks, all that. Those numbers are higher now, but I made that number work. I had to. That was everything I needed in the moment. And then I would get to the end of the pay period because at the time I was on salary when I was starting in this business, I worked for my father because my paychecks would come in every two weeks and I would um, and I would see that the money in that account was dwindling. Now, you'll start to notice I'm talking about I had a specific debit card that I would use, a specific debit account that I named yesterday's, excuse me, today's fund. I'm talking about today's fund. But I had one for yesterday's promises, one for today's fund. And the today's fund debit card is the only card I would spend from. And I could see those numbers dwindling. Obviously, I'm looking at my transactions every day. I knew that the paycheck was coming on Monday, but let's say it's the previous Thursday and I'm almost at zero. So at that point, I have a choice. I can take money out of one of the other accounts and put it into that account where I want it. And then I know I'm going to end up right back where I was, which was financial disaster. So I knew the only thing I had to do was to be loyal to this plan. So I would set myself up to win. I'm now at Thursday. I need to last until Monday without spending. So I make sure I have a full tank of gas. I make sure I have food in the house. Sometimes I'd have to cancel plans with friends or maybe maybe they were kind enough to pay for me. And if you're one of those friends who bought me drinks when I was broke, thank you. I love you. <laughs> but the point is I'd have to get through the next four days without spending those dollars. I could not go below zero in this account. And that's the only thing I had to do to make this entire plan work. I dedicated funds to my financial future, to my retirement savings. I maxed out my Roth IRA and my 401k contributions every year. And I made sure that I invested those wisely. I didn't have kids at that time, so I didn't need to save for college, but I started saving for holiday gifts and for my next vacation. And pretty soon, my experience of money transformed. Pretty soon, when I need money, it's there. So now, 10 or more holiday seasons later, I have no financial anxiety come Christmas time. I need to buy a list of gifts for my family and friends, and the money's already there. It has its own dedicated account. Literally, when I log into the bank, it says holiday gifts and everything auto. I haven't bought a car on loan in more than a decade. For the longest time, I drove a nine-year-old Lexus and it ran great. I loved that car. I had more than enough money saved in my car account. See, I, I paid cash for the car, but I continued saving in the car account because you're gonna need a new car soon enough, right? And if you're only saving 300 bucks a month, your next car costs $35,000, that's a lot of months, okay? But pretty soon you're gonna find you have more than you need. Actually, one year I had so much saved in my new car account that I didn't need that I actually used it to pay off my MBA loan. So once you get the system of money flows 
that works and you let automation create miracles in your life, you'll be shocked when you experience surplus and flexibility and wiggle room that's present in your financial life when you have more than enough. So I just want to share with you some stories of past clients that I remember. Uh, One woman was in my coaching program, and over the course of the program, she uncovered her lifelong desire to start a spiritual coaching practice. So while I was coaching her, she launched her service, she landed her first client, and because she had automated her money and she knew exactly how much she could spend and invest in this new business venture and still be on track to achieve her other financial goals, she felt empowered and she said she was able to charge a rate that she never would have known she was worth without the program. I mean, she had been reading self-help books and doing program after program after program to raise her income for years, but they had never really worked for her. But with the support of her coaching and uh, the private discussion group, she was ready to move forward and produce these brand new amazing results. She also paid off her auto loan more than two years before it was actually due. She took some money from her curveball account. She paid off the loan. She saved thousands of dollars in interest by doing that. I know it's hard for some of you to remember a period of time when interest rates were 9 and 11%. It is possible (laughs) to save thousands of dollars by paying off an auto loan. So anyway, she was able to replace that money in her curveball account within just five months. Another woman I coached was a successful business owner, but she had been left in financial turmoil by her ex-husband. He had spent on the accounts without telling her. And he had racked up debt and she was literally digging herself out from this terrible and really abusive event. She had multiple six figures of income, but a lot of confusion and overwhelm. And she felt like she was really spinning plates. She had a lot of anxiety. And as soon as we started implementing automation, she told me she had clarity she had never had before. She started calculating and turning the dials and she would come to me and say, do you realize if I bring in another $20,000 of income each year, I'll be able to retire five years sooner than I expected? I I loved hearing those numbers from her and her face would light up and it really inspired her to go out there and achieve measurable goals. See, lots of people think automation won't work for them. Before you try it, you can never know what's possible. You can never know the miracle of finding money you didn't know you had. You can never know the freedom of having the money there in those accounts when you need it. And when you log in to see your bank balances and have the numbers for once be higher than you thought they'd be. I always know some of my coaching clients will push back about implementing automation. So we're always encouraging you, taking things step by step. When I coach people, I'm really with them all the way, really supporting you to produce automation that works for you. How to pay off debt is one of the most common questions I get as a financial coach, and my my answer is automating. You have to automate those payments so that the debt will get paid off faster than you think. You don't have to think about it all the time. Even better, you're clear on how to keep money flowing into your financial ecosystem so that you can continue to enjoy your life, have flexibility, and have fun while you're paying off debt. Another lady I coached was so totally amazed by the results she achieved while I was coaching her. She used the automation system to make a place for retirement savings in her life where her money could grow. And she told me she 10x the amount she was previously saving. She used what she learned in the coaching to start paying herself more from her business. And then instead of having less money, she found that her business generated its most revenue ever in the month she decided to pay herself more money. 
She hired a bookkeeper and made her life easier and found that she could focus on bringing in revenue, focus on revenue generation, focus on selling and making profit instead of being mired in the mindsets that kept her playing small. Lots of people are business owners and have inconsistent income and ask me, Hillary, how can I possibly automate my money when I don't know how much is coming in? But I can show you step-by-step how to figure out the averages so that you can have consistent income. Because even though your business income may not be consistent, your personal income needs to be as consistent as possible. That is what allows you to plan. And that's what allows you to maximize those bonuses and the extra funds when they do come in so that you can dedicate them to tomorrow's dreams instead of having to pay off debt and digging yourself out of a hole that you dug yourself into before. So what I know from my own story and from the stories I've just shared with you from people who have successfully completed my program is that automation works. If you go to hillaryhendershot.com forward slash 84, we have some automation resources, just a simple diagram, a visual aid that goes with the teaching you've heard today. And I hope that you'll download that. It looks simple on a piece of paper and maybe you can't imagine how it would work for you, but I know it can no matter where you are financially. Automation gives you clarity about your money. It helps you organize your money in the same way you would organize your clothes and shoes in your closet when you pick them up off the floor and you hang them in your closet and you're amazed by the variety and the collection that you have. When you organize things, when you take it off, spread it out in front of you and you give it categories and places to go, when you give your money a job, you will be surprised and amazed to see it work for you. If you've been paying attention thus far, you might realize that when it comes to money and finances, my basic assertion is that I know it can work out for you. I know you can be rich. See, when it comes to finances, I'm an optimist. I was headed for financial rock bottom. In fact, I arrived there. And here I am now, empowered, wealthy, and happy. So today, my gift to you is this automation training. This is yours. It's all for you. Take it and do with it what you will. And I'm sure that you've noticed that I'm talking about the coaching I do with people more than I normally do. And that's because I am now officially taking applications for a brand new cohort of wealth coaching clients. This is the first time I've offered this program since my baby was born. It's all revamped and I could not be more excited to lead it. It's called the 50K Wealth Multiplier Experience. And the intention of the program is to make a $50,000 difference in your net worth over 24 months. It is not a 24-month program. We will be together for seven months. But our goal together is to get you on a trajectory to improve your financial picture by $50,000 over 24 months. Of course, that's not a guarantee. You have to do the work. I'm accepting only 12 people into this program. And what we're going to do together is walk through the seven steps to wealth month by month together. You will internalize them and your life will embody these seven steps. You'll implement them and make them real. This program could be for you if you've got good income, but aren't really sure where the money goes. Maybe you already have some assets. Maybe you have some debt and you find yourself thinking, I wish I just had someone to tell me what to do to actually look at my accounts and tell me how much money should flow where so I know what to do. If you're interested in finding out more, go to 50kwealthmultiplier.com. 
That's the number 50 and the letter K and then wealthmultiplier.com. The first step is to submit an application. It is not a promise to register in the program, but like I said, this program isn't for everybody. If we approve your application, the next step is to jump on a strategy call with me and we can take it from there. I know money can be daunting and it can be very difficult to find good support if you're not already a multimillionaire. So how do you get there? You can find the support and coaching that you need and step-by-step actions that I give you inside the 50K Wealth Multiplier experience. And that is going to be what makes the difference for you between getting to the finish line and not getting there. I want to experience your financial freedom with you. So join me in the 50K Wealth Multiplier program. Submit your application today. Look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of Profit Boss Radio. If you liked it, share it with an artist or creative that you love. And whether you're a painter or a mathematician, may you have all the freedom and prosperity you want. (music) 